How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Novaro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast, and let's just jump right into it. So today, like I was saying, I don't want to talk about my birthday today. I want to use every birthday moving forward to not bring any reflection on myself, but more talk about great things that happen on the day of my birth. This is a lot harder than than expected, actually. Not much happened today. There was one big event that happened today that uh, I got super excited about. Outside of that, though, I'm going to talk about other things that happened within the last couple of weeks. Um, I was trying to like f- like find positive news ev- everywhere I could find um, this past day for today, but it was it was pretty difficult. But the big, 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 big one today, and I can't believe it's taken this long. But hey, no one's no one's counting the years. Um, it's just it's great that it's finally gotten done. Thanks to the Black Lives uh, Matter movement and everyone that's been fighting against atrocities and and the negative the negative history that that has existed in our past that we'll just never be able to escape. But you know, one step at a time, we can start to to fix the issues that have plagued this country for a long time. And I want to talk about Mississippi. So the state of Mississippi was the only state left in the United States where on their state flag, there was a Confederate flag on there. And I'm not entirely sure why anyone wants to praise the Confederate flag. It never made sense to me. I'm from Florida, and I would see it everywhere in Florida. People would probably have Confederate flag tags, stickers, bumper stickers, you name it on their vehicles, around their property. And someone that is fond of history, there was nothing to be proud about the Confederacy. I mean, the the act, uh, so essentially, obviously, our country has a history where we had a civil war. The civil war was fought between the Union and the Confederacy. The Confederacy had an issue with countries leaving, uh, or countries, or countries, excuse me, with states, um, not allowing uh, slavery and and really pushing against like passing legislation to minimize slavery because slavery was to the South considered very essential because a majority of the income and, and wealth that the South had was from far, farms and crops. And so slaves, this is before technology existed, slaves essentially did all the labor work. And so essentially the South viewed it as if they were to lose slavery they would have to pretty much maintain their own farmland and it would just be too costly to maintain these these properties because of this a lot of states in the south um spearheaded by i think it was north carolina that was the first state to secede they had left the union they had left the united states and i want to say it was like 13 to 15 states a considerable amount mostly concentrated in the southeast of the united states all of those from like Virginia all the way down. West Virginia literally had to separate from Virginia. That's how West Virginia became a thing because West Virginia, the people West of uh, originally Virginia, the people of West Virginia didn't support slavery. And so they went ahead and just uh, allowed the other part of, of Virginia to really separate. And Virginia ended up being like the capital for the Confederacy. And the only reason they were fighting was to to keep slavery in place and to to not have any legislation passed in Congress that would affect their 
the right to slavery as they saw it. And so, and they betrayed, you know, America. Every state that supported leaving the Union betrayed us, was a traitor to the United States. If you think about modern day right now, that's like saying if, I don't know, a state like Texas or Florida chose to leave the Union and separate off the United States. We wouldn't allow it. It just, it's not something, it's, it's, it goes against the name of our country. We're the United States of America. No matter how much of a difference in perspectives we might have, what binds us together is our constitution and, and our, our founding beliefs in this nation. And that we have uh, the pursuit to, for life, liberty, and, um, and happiness. And when the Confederacy seceded from, from, the United States, they essentially said that they wanted to start their own country. And so I never understood how on one end people could be proud Americans, right? That, But then at the same time, they were proud to support the Confederacy because it made no sense. The Confederacy stood against the United States and everything it believed in. And then I finally started to understand why most people um, – were proud of the Confederate flag was because it had nothing to do with the history of the South. I mean, there's nothing to be proud about um, being the the sole reason for why we have such a dark history in the first place. There's nothing to be proud about having slavery. There's nothing to be proud about seceding from the Union. There's nothing to be proud about killing your fellow men from the North that fought against the idea of slavery. There's nothing to be proud about the Confederacy. There's nothing. No one can give me any argument about what is to be appreciated from the Confederacy. So anyways, um, Mississippi, so multiple states in the the South had Confederate flags and their state flags for a bit, especially during the Confederacy. And then as like we won the, uh, the Civil War or the North did or the United States, when I say we, the United States, because we, the United States, had won the Civil War against the Confederacy, some states chose to still maintain the Confederate flag on their state flag. And can you believe all the way until now, Mississippi still had the Confederate flag within their state flag. But this past couple weeks, finally, state legislation, and finally today, on my birthday, today, the gov- so the, the state passed um, an amendment to change the to remove the Confederate flag from the Mississippi state flag and to come up with ideas to what they would change it to. And so it passed through the state and today the governor signed it into law. So from this day forward, Mississippi is going to work towards changing their state flag and removing the Confederate flag from it, which is great. I think it's awesome. And I, uh, it's sad that uh, multiple you know, African-Americans have had to pass away in recent times for, for us to finally get our shit together and, and fight for an, an equality amongst all people where no one's judged by the color, the color of their skin, but by just the actions that they take in life. And so um, today was, today was a, a win for, for that movement. And I, I think that's, that's awesome. And so that was today for the month of June. The rest of the stuff is, it's kind of adorable We'll start with this woman named Christina Wong out of Los Angeles, California. This lady, wow. In the last three months, 
she has uh, she started a Facebook group. Initially, just she started by herself and realized that the demand was so high that she actually started a Facebook group that has I think is five hundred members. Um, let me check here. 800, 800 members in this, in this Facebook group. And essentially they're sewing uh, masks for free and then donating them to, to people that are, are in need of masks. And in the last three months, they've sewn 55,000 masks by hand and have shipped them out at their own expense, which I think is so awesome. So just want to give a big shout out to Christina Wong and, and to what she's doing uh, she's still doing it right now. Uh, she's a she's a small time actress and comedian, and it's just a, a great utility of her time right now to to be able to help people like that. And so, big shout out to her. I would love to do something like that. Actually, I should. I, I have a membership to Skillshare. I wonder if there's a. I mean, YouTube probably for sure, but learn how to sew. I remember doing like sewing in home ec when I was in like middle school. And I hated home ec, but it was kind of cool. You learn like certain things like how to cook and how to like sew. And I remember making like some like really cool stuff. And I don't know, I, I should get back into that. Honestly, like because I, I, I sense that my daughter eventually is going to be destroying a lot of her clothes. <laughs> and so uh, she's in the, she's at that point now where she's like moving a lot and she's getting to the point now where she's about to start crawling. And so I know she's going to be like moving. She likes to flail around a lot and like take toys and like beat them up. And it's just the most, it's the cutest thing ever. And so I know essentially some accidents might happen and then knowing how to sew will definitely, um, we'll be able to fix some of the, the damage that our, our little monster is going to bring. <laughs> I love her. I love Luna. Um, so we'll move from that one to the next part talking about kids. Um, Shutterfly, which is a service where essentially they uh, maintain, it's like a cloud service where you can upload uh, photos and you can also pay to have some of these photos printed out as well. Well, Shutterfly, part of a campaign that they wanted to push for children, they asked children to um, submit pieces of work to say thank you to essential workers that have given up their time and their lives to take care of, of people that have been suffering from COVID-19 and three children uh, got selected out of 450 kids. And for um, two weeks, I believe two to three weeks starting last week, all the way until July 10th. So three weeks, they're going to have their art displayed in Times Square, which is so adorable. And so you can look it up. Uh, it's called like, just look up adorable artwork in town square or um, in, Oh my God. <laughs> And, um, oh my God, I'm losing my train of thought Ah! in Times Square. Excuse me. (laughs) Um, wow. Way off. I'm doing this podcast pretty late. I was like trying to like look for, for things before I started this podcast, but their art is so adorable. So, and the cool thing about what Shutterfly is doing, they're also donating $750,000 to charities, uh, for essential workers, and they're also creating uh, or they're distributing 500 care packages to medical staff at Mount Sinai and Elmhurst uh, Hospitals in New York, which I think is super cool. And so shout out to those little kids. It was a seven-year-old, a five-year-old, and a four-year-old. They had their art picked. It's so adorable. So you guys can look that up. 
let's talk about like one of the only non so I, I I've talked about like why I'm a vegan and how it initially started off for selfish reasons, but it's evolved from there to more be because uh, I just I've realized the impact that agriculture has had on our climate and also the way that it's pretty much destroying a lot of landscape and, and contributing to a lot of like the spread of diseases and and just a lot of issues all in general with agriculture. The amount of resources that's wasted to just produce just small pounds of, of meat. So yeah, I've been a vegan for a while now, almost almost five years. But the only non-vegan in quotation marks, I guess you could say, and I, I, I don't understand how this is not vegan, but whatever. I guess ultimately if people want to consider this non-vegan as well, I'm, I'm just, this is the only thing that I consume that's not vegan is honey. Man, I love honey. Honey is like one of my favorite things. I could eat spoonfuls. I feel like Winnie the Pooh half the time I eat honey because I can eat honey all day long. I mean, spoonful after spoonful. It sucks that, fun fact, children under the age of one are cannot consume honey. It can literally be lethal to children. Just FYI, if you have a little one and you're listening to this, do not do not give them honey. It's very dangerous. I forget the reason why, but essentially something in, in the honey itself of, um, causes the a child's like developing immune system to really attack it. And so it's very dangerous. But great news for a long time. A lot of people didn't notice, um, but honeybee populations have been in decline uh, because of pesticides sprayed on, on, on crops to a fungal disease that's also been emerging as well to a viral disease too. Honeybee populations were on a decline and a lot of scientists were afraid that eventually honeybees were going to go extinct. And if that happened, about 10% of the crops here in the United States would have been affected because honeybees pollinate all of our all of our crops. Not all of them, but a large portion of crops and flowers in, in this country and around the world. Um. So good news came out last week that honeybee populations are bouncing back from uh, their brutal previous winter um, record count. So that's that's great. Um, I think the statistic was. Uh, so for the year 2018 to 2019, 37.7 uh, percent of honeybees um, had passed away. But this past year, between 2019 and. Or, yeah, between now, or excuse me, after an alarming 2018 to 2019 winter. Yeah. So the 2019, so the 2018 winter, there was a 37% loss of honeybees, almost 38%. This past winter, only 22% of honeybees have passed away. So that's a big percentage change. That's almost a a 50% change uh, or improvement, should I say, in honeybee population growth or losses. So they're still they're still dying, but they're not dying as quickly, and that gives them the opportunity to you know breed, make more children, and then hopefully by next winter we'll start to see this number decline even more until eventually we'll have a surplus of bees again, which will just be great. That's just in general just super great. But it's good to hear bees are super essential for my veganism, and I, like I said, I just love honey. So that was great news to hear about. Let's talk about a guy. Here's some Florida news. Generally, <laughs> I like to to um, give a hard time to my home state because I feel a lot of the negative news come and some of the most 
weirdest news comes out of my home state. I don't know. It's who knows why there's so many interesting people that live in Florida, but essentially a guy by the name of Billy Flanagan, he worked at Disney world. And in the last three months, this guy has biked 3000 miles stopping by random people's houses and performing, um, acts that he did for Disney world. So there was a musicals that he would do, uh, Tarzan rocks, finding Nemo and hoopity do musical rev, uh, review. And he has been performing and like pretty much making people smile and laugh and just stopping from house to house to house doing this all over Florida, which I think is so awesome, you know, in, in these times and obviously he's maintaining social distance and, um, he's, but he's just, He's seen 265 people um, of friends and colleagues and doing this. And I think it's just super cool that this guy's just, you know, trying to maintain being fit 3,000 miles in three months. Wow. That's crazy. I mean, eh, that's 10 miles a day. I mean, wow. That's, you know, when you put it that way, it's not as crazy, but still 3,000 miles, 10, 10 miles a day. Or if he did biking half the amount of time, then he would have to do 20 miles per day or every other day. But that's good for him, man. Making people smile and laugh and and just spreading the joy in this time where most people are just so stressed out about just how they're going to get by day to day financially or just feeling like they have to be stuck in a house all day long. It's great to see stuff like this. And so big shout out to Billy Flanagan out of Florida, out of Orlando, Florida. Good for him. And then we'll uh, we'll end the last one uh, going back to Black Lives Matter. A nine-year-old and her friends have raised nearly $100,000 selling bracelets to help black-owned businesses, which I think is so awesome. Like, <laughs> to, to think that, you know, at nine years old, I, I remember talking about my podcast about what, which one was that? That was... Um, Oh, I was talking about my mom, my mom's story. I was talking about how my mom used to work at AT&T and she used to, um, she would do, she was like a brand ambassador a long time ago, selling like home phone lines to people. And she was given a whole bunch of like products to give away to customers. And one of them was like these small, really cool, squishy, like black key, key rings that were like LED lights. And my mom had boxes of these. And I remember taking, taking these to school and trying to sell them um, to kids to try to like buy school supplies that I wanted to have at like my elementary school that I was going to at the time. And I probably made maybe (laughs) doing that like $30, maybe this, this girl and her friends raised a hundred grand. Wow. That's so awesome. So, um, and essentially they claimed that they were just uh, they really started the idea because they were bored and they wanted to try something new. And so a girl, a nine-year-old by the name of Cameron Johnson and five of her friends um, in Minneapolis pretty much got together and started making bracelets and selling these bracelets for a cause. And they started, at the, they set up the stand on May 30th and they've raised $100,000 since May 30th to now which I think is just super awesome. And they're going to go ahead and take that money and donate it to businesses affected by COVID-19. And 
uh, yeah, just people that have been affected by COVID-19 in Minneapolis and St. Paul. And so that's so awesome to see. Obviously, they're going to keep doing it. So, you know, kudos to them. Hopefully they can hit, you know, a million dollars plus and keep doing that. Selling bracelets. That's so cool. So we had uh, Christina Wong making 50, as of right now, 55,000 masks, sewing them together, her and her Facebook group of, of 800 other people. We have uh, Cameron Johnson and her friends, a nine-year-old, uh, selling bracelets, raising $100,000 for her local community in Minneapolis. Billy Flanagan from Orlando, Florida, riding a bike 3,000 miles and continuing to ride to make people smile all around uh, the state of Florida, which I think is super awesome. Honeybee populations are growing. We have a 50% increase in, in the amount of bees that um, compared to last year's winter numbers. And lastly, we have a group of, of kid, uh, little children from the ages of seven, five, and four years old that were able to, uh, they won out of a group of 450 other kids that submitted their artwork to, uh, say thank you to essential workers in New York and had their work uh, displayed in Times Square for three weeks, starting a week ago, going on until July 10th. And so all of that, it's just been in the last month, the, the, oh, and then, excuse me. And then to see Mississippi finally giving up on their, their Confederate flag and working towards, you know, getting rid of that part of their history, I think it's just so awesome having the governor sign that into law today. And so, those would probably be the top five things I wanted to talk about, a positive news. Um, maybe this is something we could do moving forward. Maybe every, I don't know, this is, it was pretty difficult. You can't do it on the day, but maybe if we do it at the end of every month, I guess that'd be kind of cool. Looking at like the end of July, August, just recapping um, some of the, as long as it doesn't conflict with what I plan on doing uh, for the month of July, which is, it's going to be so difficult. I honestly, getting people on like to work around their schedule is the hardest thing. So it might be the first couple weeks we might not have guests on, which is, is completely fine. Um, but I'm still working towards that right now. I still got plenty of time because it's not until next Sunday that I'm going to be working towards that or actually this Sunday. So Got a few more days to, to get someone to be a part of that. But yeah, it's just a good good stuff. You know, during these difficult times, like I said, it's it's great to always be reminded of, of people doing really awesome things. Uh, John Krasinski had that uh, YouTube channel that he was doing for a little bit before he got rid of it for some random reason. He sold it to CBS. Uh, I think that was a horrible move on his part. I think he could have blown that up, but he was doing um, weekly, like, positive news recaps for the week and i actually i thought that was great and i thought he is the perfect person to do something like that but for whatever reason he wanted to sell it to uh cbs and not host it anymore and i think it's because he just wanted to focus on being a a, a father he has two kids and also he wanted to maintain his career as being a director and also acting as well so i guess maintaining something like that was probably difficult Hopefully he changes his mind on that. I mean, obviously he sold it already, but there could be talks where he can, instead of them finding a new host, maybe he can do like every other episode. And so no one's, no one's sure yet what they're going to be doing with that because CBS initially said that they were going to put it behind their like CBS, like now subscription. 
And people were just super upset to hear about that. But um, his his YouTube channel really inspired me to do something like this because I, I think more people need to be, we need to be more humble and we need to care about the good in this world. It's just so much negativity out there, you know, and you could just see it when I talk to people and just like the first thing they want to talk about, even myself, the first thing I want to talk about sometimes or um, Hassan Minaj, actually, uh, he has a show called The Patriot Act on Netflix. And he ended his uh, third season uh, this past Sunday, I believe. Uh, and he was saying at the very end, he was doing a, a great segment. His his The Patriot Act is phenomenal. You have to watch it. If you haven't watched it yet, it's really great. He really goes deep into a lot of the issues in, in, in the United States and around the world right now. And he does a, a really good job. And he he there's no barrier. He just he just says whatever's on his mind. And uh, but he does it in a, in a way that's entertaining. So it's a, it's like a mix of comedy, but informative information. And I love I love that kind of aspect of of television or or entertainment. It's really great. It's good to stay informed, um, but also throw a good you know laughter in there. But. He brought up something that I thought was really great and he uh, admitted to, he was like, you know, in these difficult times right now, he was like, I'm, uh, I just recently gave birth to my second child during COVID-19. And he was like, this time period has just been very difficult for myself and I can see how it could be very difficult. And I'm summarizing this, but essentially he was saying like, it's very difficult for everyone nowadays. You know, people are struggling with, you know, financials and being sick and having loved ones that have passed away and, and navigating this very difficult time period. And he was like, it's sad that every single morning I wake up, my routine right now is to reach for my phone and look at the news for today instead of waking up and looking at my wife and, and appreciating what I have at the moment. And I, when he said that, it hit me because I do that. When I wake up, the first thing I do is always look at my phone and look at the news because I, I'm, I'm really hoping for good news. Um, but it's not there right now. And, and this world is just full of a lot of negativity. And then I gravitate towards this and then I give my spin to it and I, I push narrative a lot on social media. But I really want to get away from it. You know, there's enough people doing it already. Now, I won't stand by people that, that fight for what I think is wrong. I'll always argue with those people. Like clearly, like racism belittling people being sexist all of that stuff like if i see that publicly announced and people supporting it i'll be the first one to comment and 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 downplay everything that people say but if it's like not important news i I just want to stop looking at it and i really want to find resources out there to and i in in doing this work i found some really great places where you can find just websites where all they show is just really good news stuff so it exists you just have to look for it and so now I'm going to start my, my days off waking up, you know, giving a big hug to my daughter, um, you know, just finding out how my, how my wife's day has been so far because she wakes up super early in the morning for work. And um, and yeah, and then, and then just going to these positive news sites. I'm done looking at the national news and I, I want to start grabbing like my local newspaper because we have to support them. Local news is really the the only nonpartisan organizations left, like newspapers, not like news stations, but newspaper companies. They're like the the very last bit of nonpartisan uh, news agencies that get that can deliver news. And so, 
I want to start supporting that and and pay for my local paper and start getting that. I know it makes me sound old, but I don't care. Like it's, I'm not, I'm done being fed a narrative that a bigger power wants me to believe in. It's, it's not healthy. If you tune into CNN, Fox news, ABC, NBC, MSNBC, I want to say like the worst are like MSNBC and CNN for the liberal side and Fox news and OANN is the worst on for the right. They're literally all biased. I think ABC is, I like, I enjoy ABC because I feel like ABC is like the center or as close to center, but obviously they're still leaning kind of on the liberal side, but not as extreme as MSNBC or CNN, but Fox and OANN is just, (laughs) it's hilarious as well, but. Um, anyways, this podcast, I wanted to talk about, um, good news. I hope people listening to it, I hope you strive to look for positive news in your life as well. Again, it's very easy for us to get sucked into a black hole of negativity, especially with what's going on in this world. And it's easy for people to gravitate to the negative news first and and really underplay what, what good is going on out there. So always remember that there are good people out there trying really hard to, make our lives better or make people less fortunate people's lives better. And so we need to, we need to start praising those people a lot more and promoting that on social media. So anyways, that's it for today's podcast. Starting tomorrow, I'm going to work towards, it's going to be difficult. So it's probably going to be like, this was a struggle because this is my first time doing something like this. So I started off really bad, but um, starting for the month of July, I'm going to start trying to do 10 minute to 15 minute podcast per day and make the week podcast about a specific subject matter. Not entirely sure yet what I want to make this week's about, but it might be something relative to the positivity news on this podcast, but still not sure yet. So I'll make that announcement starting tomorrow. And it's just funny because I was really, I don't know why my logic wasn't there. I was hoping that July 1st was going to start on a Monday but July 1st starts on a Wednesday. Oh, and here's a last fun fact, actually. Um, so my birthday is June 30th, right? Take every first letter of every month preceding June. What does that spell? So July, August, September, October, November. That's right. My name, Jason. <laughs> Anyways, sorry. I just wanted to throw that out there, but... That doesn't, that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. I ruined this podcast by just saying that. Now you guys are going to be like that. Wow, dude. You couldn't go one whole podcast without talking about yourself. Um, but yeah, let's, let's talk more about what other people are doing. That's great. So thank you guys for listening to, to me rant, talk, whatever I'm doing on these podcasts. Thank you for taking the time out of your hands to, to give me the opportunity to, to fill your minds with something. And as I do this, I hope, I hope it's getting better and I look forward to keep on doing or to keep doing this as well. So much love to all of you. I hope you guys are staying safe and staying healthy and I will catch you guys manana. Peace.